0: Hello, and welcome to episode 64 of My Circus, My Monkeys. Today's podcast is entitled, We Didn't Have a Podcast Last Week Because My Strategic Was Sad. That's a weird title, but what we're gonna be talking about is how your emotions, how your feeling can impact your strengths. So stay tuned.
1: You're listening to My Circus, My Monkeys, the podcast for supervisors in education or any field that emphasizes growth and development. If you want to rein in the chaos and transform your team to better serve your students and clients, keep listening. This podcast explores essential information on supervision, employee engagement, and using a strengths-based framework to empower you and your team. We'll examine the latest research in psychology, neuroscience, education, and beyond to help you and your team get to the next level with your host, Anne Brackett, the Chief Engagement Officer of Strengths University.
0: So I typically record the podcast for the week on that Monday or Tuesday, and then edit it Tuesday afternoon so it can drop on Wednesday. Well, I've had a few rough weeks, in part because my 12-year-old pug, Pekinese pooch, Sweet D, has been having some health issues. She started out with having a limp on her rear left leg, which we thought was just she sprained it or something like that. And then it slowly but surely started to impact her right leg. So they were both wobbly and unstable. And we'd gone to the vet a few times. And by that point, the vet thought it was probably something to do with her spine and referred us to a neurologist. Well, just like doctors and nurses during COVID, because everybody got pets and vets, vet techs could get COVID, got overwhelmed. But the waiting list to see a neurologist was six to eight weeks, which all of that was very stressful for me. I don't know if it was stressful for my dog, but I definitely felt it. So. On that last visit, when she said, we need to see a neurologist, a few days later, she woke up and she couldn't move her front paws either. And I should say not just her paws, but she couldn't move her legs. So she couldn't even support herself to go to the bathroom or anything. So I said, okay, that's it. We're going to the emergency room. Because that was the caveat at the specialist. They said, if she literally can't walk, bring her into the emergency room. So I'm like, done. And my strategic at that point was like, okay, this is definitely hard on my heart, but this is probably better than waiting and slowly getting worse over two months because now we can get treatment right away. So we go waiting in my car for updates, that sort of thing. It was a roller coaster of a day because we got her there. She got right in. That was great. But then the neurologist wasn't there that day. So the vet who was there in the emergency room was trying to get a hold of them to see if we could do an MRI because that's what they needed to know in order to treat her. And of course, she said it could be a herniated disc in the neck or could be cancer, because you always have to throw that in there, right? You know, or it could be some mysterious other spinal disease. So trying to stay calm, collected. Luckily, she got permission to do the MRI without the neurologist being there and had lined up a surgeon in case it was a disc problem. So I left her at the vet to get the x-ray and blood work to make sure she was healthy enough to get the MRI in the hopes that it was the lesser of all the evils and just a herniated disc. And so she could have surgery that same day. Tried to keep busy, tried to stay positive, hashtag positivity. Did a pretty good job, I thought. And later that afternoon, as I was headed to Costco to buy some sardines for my pup, she called And in fact, it was just a herniated disc. And of course, that's still major surgery, but treatable. They could get her in right away. So happy. I pulled off the side of the road, and I just sobbed. So very relieved at that point. I don't want to say I was jubilant, but I was just so relieved. I felt so much lighter. All the stress of the last few weeks kind of dissipated, went to Costco, got home, very happy news. I spent the weekend cleaning the house so she could come home to a nice, clean area and recover. Very excited. Well, a couple days later, all that trauma kind of hit me. You know, the, the immediate threat was over, and she was getting the care that she needed. All the updates I was getting from the vet, from the surgery, was that it went really well. She was doing great. Her nerves and all of her legs were just fine. The only issue was her, her rear left leg, which had kind of started this whole thing, was still having trouble moving. But besides that, she was on the road to recovery. So she'd been in the hospital for about a week and they called and they said that her recovery had kind of plateaued. And just FYI, this is my context for you to let you know kind of how I got to the place where we didn't have a podcast last week. So that's letting you know. Um, but... That Thursday, she called and she said that they weren't seeing the the progress that they wanted. So they put her on some steroids and they also started her on some PT, which is kind of cute. If you've ever seen a dog get PT, it's actually an underwater treadmill. So and she had done it before for her knee surgery. And they said that as long as she was doing well, basically as long as she wasn't doing worse, she could come home the next day. Because sometimes dogs just need to be in their own environment to really kick off that recovery. But she also said that she couldn't stand on her own or walk on her own. And that kind of threw me back because when they had told me the nerves were good, her legs were good, except for that, the one in the back, I had pictured what I had pictured when this first started, like the, the back leg was limpy. And so she had to compensate with the other legs, but she was still moving around, able to go potty, that sort of thing. So instead now, all of a sudden, I'm picturing my poor baby in this kennel, unable to move herself. And I get hit with another round of sadness and kind of overwhelm. But again, she's coming home. So next day, I go get her. She was kind of pathetic. She was happy to see me, but she couldn't, just like they said, she couldn't stand by herself. Like The first few days, I had to actually put a sling under her to help her almost completely go to the bathroom. But she very quickly turned around. Two or three days later, Everything was back online. I mean, it was wobbly. It was not graceful to look at, but she was getting around. So fantastic. Again, good news. And she was doing... I would scheduled her for more PT to really get her on the road to recovery. So at this point, you might be thinking, okay, well, there were some ups and downs, but why didn't she do the podcast? Because I don't get it. Exactly. I didn't really get it either. I had noticed that in general, I was a little more numb, but also upset about small things. And last Tuesday, when, again, the day I normally would record the podcast, edit the podcast, I was kind of excited because I was getting a new mattress. The old one that I had was extremely squishy. So not great for, for me, my posture, my back, not great for my dog who is having trouble walking. I had already swapped with my sister just to try out her guest room mattress to see do I need a firmer mattress? Answer yes, but she needed it back, so went ahead and bought the mattress. And after several weeks, it was going to be delivered that Tuesday. And in fact, the only thing I had scheduled for last Tuesday was our supervisor strengths institute weekly call, and that was at one p.m. The delivery was scheduled between seven a.m. and eleven a.m. And so I'm like, okay, this is perfect. I need to get the podcast done, but I really have lots of time to do it. Plenty of time for that mattress to get in here. Great. And in preparation for this mattress, my strategic went to work. What do we need to do to get ready to make this as smooth as possible? So I moved furniture. In the morning, I got up. I took all the stuff off my bed, pillows, washed the sheets, all that jazz to get ready for the new mattress. Very excited. Found a place to put my sister's mattress in the living room temporarily so she could get it. Got my tip out for the delivery folks. Everything was lined up. Now, as you can imagine, as that 7 o'clock turned into 8 o'clock, turned into 9 o'clock, turned into 9.30, I started worrying, hey, what if it's not going to be here in time? The one thing I have scheduled today, and my, my positivity immediately was like, it's Okay. We have two hours of buffer time. Even if they don't get the eleven time, we still have two hours before the call. It's going to be fine. Just focus on everything turning out well. Do your yoga. Do your work. So I did some yoga. Anytime that little nagging voice that would would creep in saying, it's going to be late and ruin your call, positivity would say, no, it's not. It's going to be fine. So checking my email and Buzzsprout is who I use to host the podcast. And every week they send me updates on how many downloads I've gotten. And full, dis- you know, full transparency, I enjoy doing the podcast, but one of the reasons I do it is to both help supervisors grow and develop, but also, hopefully, some of the listeners are going to say, wow, she really knows what she's doing. I want to hire her to train my team. I want to hire her to do coaching. I want to sign up for the Supervisor Strengths Institute. So when I saw the numbers for the week, I kind of felt deflated. Because again, strategic was like, this is a great way to get content out, to hopefully drive it towards the business, etc. And it just really wasn't growing the way that I wanted. And there's probably lots of factors, including COVID, lots of things going on. But my strategic kind of took it to heart. Back to worrying about the mattress. And finally, at 1230 the mattress came. The guy brought it in super fast. All of my prep work had had primed the pump for a smooth transition to the new mattress and getting that old mattress in its place. After he left, I went in to look at my beautiful new mattress, and then I smelled it. That new mattress, memory foam, stink. And I immediately thought, oh, crap. I did not factor that in I don't know how long this is going to take to air out, but I can absolutely not sleep in here if it smells like this. So very quickly, got the fans on, window open, all that sort of thing. And Input jumped up and was like, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it. Well, my Googling found plenty of information, but none of it was really good in the sense that it soothed my strategic because expert, you know, basically it's chemicals in there that are dissipating and, you know... According to the government, that level of chemical is not harmful, but you know. So they basically said that experts recommend letting it air out at least 24 to 48 hours. And I'm like, I don't have... Plus, they were late. If they had just been on time, then they would have more time to air out. Of course, I didn't have much time to deal with it because we had the call. So I was hopeful because it wasn't all memory foam. It was a hybrid mattress that maybe a few hours would be enough to blow the stink off. So cleared my head, did the call for the week. It went well. And as soon as I got off that call, all of a sudden, I just, like I opened the door, smelled the mattress, remembered what was going on. And I just felt this wall in front of me. All of a sudden, I was exhausted. I thought about that bed And how Strategic really missed the boat on this whole smell thing. I thought about the email I'd gotten earlier about the podcast and how, you know, really grateful for the people who do listen to the podcast. So you right now just wished it were more. And, you know, sad, depressed, Strategic is like, is there even a point of doing one? And I tried to rally. I said, look, just need to get through it. But... The topic that I had preordained for the week was actually to kind of review what I just reviewed. How do your talents show up in an emergency slash crisis situation? So I was going to basically talk out how my different talent themes showed up during this whole Sweet D situation. But there was so emotionally charged, I'm like, I just can't. And I just very quickly came to the conclusion, because I couldn't think of, you know, ideation had nothing. Strategics like, why bother? I screw everything up anyway. So I just decided I was done for the day. There was no way I was going to have a podcast this week. And I was so exhausted, like mentally and emotionally, I didn't even really care. So all this to say, I, Anne, had gone through a lot of emotional upheal. There was a lot of trauma with the dog, with my dog, you know, very concerned. Is she going to die? What can we do for her? She literally can't move. Lots of highs and low. Yay, she got in to get treatment, but oh, no. And then the co- all these things round and round and round. And that was a lot of stress for me. Plus, you know, the normal stress that we all are having these days. And our talents have needs, They need to be fed. They need to be energized to stay healthy. And they're impacted by the things going on around us, including the stress, including the traumas and the emergencies and the personal issues that come up for us. They get frustrated and exhausted and run down just like us because they are us. So sometimes the best thing we can do is let them rest, which means letting ourselves rest. And if that means the podcast doesn't get done, that's okay. If it means the project doesn't get done, if it means you don't make it to that meeting, that's okay. Because we need to be taking care of ourselves. Because when we don't, our talents are more likely to show up as weaknesses. And that makes more work for us in the long run anyway. And honestly, when we're working, that isn't always when we do our best work. As I was relaxing that evening, ideation was like, boom, this is our podcast topic for next week. We're going to talk about literally what just happened. And I was like, score, go back to being sad. But I was happy with the outcome because, because I allowed myself to take that break, to have that space. I started getting the best from my strengths again. And so even though we're taught, you just have to push through it, just keep going, just get it done. That's often not helpful. Really what we need is to step back and take the break because it wasn't pushing through that got me to this episode. It was giving myself and my talents the rest they needed in that moment. Okay, and just FYI, for those of you who need to know what happened with the mattress, around six o'clock, I went in for a sniff test and I was like, absolutely not. There's absolutely no way I can sleep in here with this smell slash Knowing that experts say, I'll probably die a horrible death of cancer from inhaling these fumes for two days if I don't air it out. So between knowing that and the smell, no way. So ended up putting it out in the sunroom, putting the other mattress back after the room aired out. It just stayed out there for like five days. But it's in the bedroom now, and it's great. So my message to you today is don't underestimate how your emotional states and how your stress levels can impact your talents and give yourself the rest that you need to rally. So until next week, stay strong.
1: Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkeys. You can find this episode's transcript and links as well as other episodes on our website www.strengthsuniversity.org slash mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.
0: As always, Alicia and I are here to support you as you reflect on where you are and where you want to go. One great way to invest in yourself and your team is to join us for the summer cohort of the Supervisor Strengths Institute. We are revamping the Institute this summer to make it even more manageable for your busy schedule. It is the same great content, but we've condensed it so you can work through each week's modules and start implementing change even faster. We know that life can too easily get in the way of you staying on track. So we've also added a bonus for everyone who completes all eight weeks of learning. You will get an additional 60 minutes of our time and you can use that for more individual coaching, a short team session, or to receive a discount on a longer team workshop. Our Summer Institute starts on May 28th. Go ahead and register now check it off your list. We want you, your team, and your students to shine their brightest, and that starts with you. So join us for the Summer Institute using the link in the show notes, or if you have questions about the Institute or other services, contact us at anne, and that's A-N-N-E, at strengthsuniversity.org.
1: Thanks for listening to My Circus, My Monkey. You can find this episode's transcript and links, as well as other episodes, on our website, www.strengthsuniversity.org mycircus. If you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your friends and colleagues so we can empower and support supervisors everywhere. Finally, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode.